Welcome to another episode of If You'll Indulge Me. I'm Ted Joya. And I'm Asim Shukla. And we're here for another edition of Food Court, where we debate the fate of one misunderstood culinary item in the court of public opinion, or as we call it, Food Court. Food Court. Today on trial, vodka. Vodka was invented, according to legend, in the 1500s in Poland by a rowdy monk. It was brought to Russia first by the Genoese ambassadors, who presented it to the Grand Duke Dmitry Dovskoy as, quote, aquavita, the water of life. And he was so impressed by its concentration that he declared it was the very spirit of wine, wine in its very soul, where the term spirit comes from today. Hundreds of years later, after vodka was the official drink for the Russian Empire, it had its revitalization in America in the 1950s with the rise of the Moscow Mule, and then entered a less reputable phase in the 90s when Carrie Bradshaw and 90s culture in the Cosmopolitan brought it to disrepute, which brings us to our current moment. Vodka, does it deserve to die? And here we are. Cue few music. I always I, I can't really get over that theme music. I want to hear it all the time. It's what can you say? Big news. It always delivers. We're here with our judge, as always, the esteemed Ellen Hewitt. Hello. And if you're not familiar with the format of food court, let me catch you up really quickly. Each side has 90 seconds to do an opening argument, 30 to 60 seconds for a rebuttal. Then I ask some questions, and then I make a potentially arbitrary decision. Today, Ted will be arguing in favor of vodka. Asim will be arguing against vodka, and we will be starting with Asim. Thank you, Ellen. Vodka is easily the worst spirit in existence. That's because vodka tastes terrible. The gold standard, let's just say, in the production of vodka is how much you can get it to avoid tasting like vodka. I have myself have only enjoyed vodka once in my life. It was a highly distilled, highly filtered, extremely expensive vodka that I tried in Russia when I was already drunk. And Russia seems like a bad place to disagree with something that's Russian. Every other experience I've had with vodka has been an exercise in trying to make you feel like the vodka isn't there. In a screwdriver, you try to destroy it with sugar. In a Bloody Mary, you try to destroy it with salt. And in all beverages where vodka competes with a potential other spirit in its making, such as with the martini, the version with the other spirit is always better. In summary, any spirit that cannot stand alone and has to run away from its own identity is a spirit that needs to be destroyed. Wow. Very compelling. All right, Ted. Vodka suffers from a systematic bias against things with kind of a light flavor. So uh, your kind of cocktail snobs will always say whiskey or scotch or biscal because it packs a punch. But vodka actually has a very light flavor. And unless you've had those kind of individual vodka samplings, maybe their palate might not be able to pick up its subtle notes. But on another note, I would say every bad cocktail contains vodka. Vodka doesn't necessarily make bad cocktails. And I, I think that does not someone who, like a, the Carrie Bradshaws of the world, sorority girls who want to get drunk but don't necessarily want to taste the flavor of their drink, deserve a chance to get drunk. 
the question is in for cocktails, does the alcohol have to be the dominant flavor or can it just be a side note to make other types of flavors shine? And so vodka is like a neutral palette that allows you the flexibility to kind of work with a lot of different types of kind of flavors and drinks, unlike something like um, whiskey, which would dominate everything else it is. It's a trombone while the vodka is a gentle flute, but the flute has its place in the orchestra, does it not? Ted, do you know that I'm a flutist? <laughs> oh, you are? Excellent. Wow, wow. This is what we call pandering, Ted. <laughs> all right, Asim, 30 to 60 seconds for a rebuttal. Well, all I have to say is it's all right to want to drink something that doesn't necessarily taste like alcohol, but in my mind, that sort of defeats the point of alcohol. Like, I think the exp- a lot of the joy of getting drunk is tasting something that you know has its own particular flavor that is ex- that exists and stands up only because there's alcohol in it. That's why I think mezcal and whiskey and even beer are so interesting. It's because this particular flavor wouldn't matter, wouldn't be interesting if it weren't for alcohol. Whereas anything I f- find that has vodka in it just tastes like that thing but worse because vodka is in it. It just tastes like booze. It just tastes like a poison, which is all, of it, all that it is with no other redeeming feature. Mm. All right, Ted? There are other redeeming features that it gets you drunk. And it's a pretty good feature, I would say. And so I think that some folks that, like, just as it seemed re-argued, re-articulated, the complaint against vodka is that you should have uh, drinks or alcohol that really, like, knocks you out and overwhelms you with flavor. But it's appropriate for some people that what they want to get when uh, a drink is something a little lighter where the, where the alcohol is not the necessarily the leading note. So I'm not arguing for vodka supremacy. Far from it. But I do think it, it has its place in the, in the repertoire. Carrie Bradshaw deserves to get drunk as well. <laughs> so many thoughts. Um, Ted, to be fair, in response to your question of um, should sorority girls be able to drink something that gets them drunk without tasting any flavor, I think the answer to that is Natty Light. You don't necessarily mm, yep, need see? Smirnoff or like Svedka. Actually, was, Svedka was the vodka of choice when I was in college. But, uh, well, aside from the blatant pandering uh, toward toward like the, the flautist, the flautist the community in the world's orchestra. Vodka is inherently uninteresting, tasteless. However, it does serve, I, it seems like it serves a unique purpose in the palate of alcohols. Like I, I'm not a mixologist, a hilarious word, by the way, but you do need something that maybe is tasteless in the same way that you need neutral things in your arsenal. Um, I do think one of the biggest arguments against vodka is that gin, which is, just vodka with a bunch of herbs is is incredibly delicious and vodka is terrible but you kind of need vodka to make gin you know what i mean like and i love gin and i think like there maybe there is something for needing like something that's not quite rubbing alcohol yeah so somewhat palatable at best vodka is an unfinished spirit yeah i'm gonna make i'm gonna i'm gonna roll with ted uh in favor of like a diversity of a diversity argument. That's really how you should have framed it. Diversity argument. But yes, I am ruling. After much deliberation, I rule in favor of Ted. Let us save vodka. So vodka lives for another day, or at least until our next edition of Food Court. Well, we know that the Russians control not just our government, <laughs> but also <laughs> the food court. <laughs> <laughs>